0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Making Movies is Hard, the podcast where we talk about the struggles of the independent filmmaker. I'm Alric Purcell, and with me is Timothy Plain. Hello, Ulrich. How's it going? Good, man. Good. Um, it's been a, an interesting uh, last couple of weeks. I uh, I just got back from vacation, and I'm feeling like refreshed and ready to go. Um, yeah,
1: nice. Welcome back.
0: Yeah, but I also kind of feel like. I don't know, there's um there's just so many things I wanna do and just not enough time to do them all, you know.
1: When you were on vacation, were you thinking about coming back and all the things you had to do or did you just kinda completely clear your mind and just enjoy it?
0: I had to do a couple of phone calls and a couple of emails while I was there, but I was feeling pretty separated from from everything. And I was I had just shot that uh that web series and it had turned out really well, so I kinda um I was in a good place, but I was more like just being excited to get back here to get to work and get going on things, you know? Um, That happens to me, too. Yeah, because this is kind of like the first period since May where I don't have a huge shoot looming in the future. Um, You know, I got a couple small things, but nothing like earth shatteringly big. So it just sort of feels, feels like it's time to like Grab life by the by the balls and uh, just take care, of shit, and just do all the things I want to do. <laughs> but then that takes time, and then I have my movie to finish, and then I have the web series to to work on, and then I have scripts I want to write and finish, and uh, and then planning for the we- rest of the web series is already starting to happen. So it just feels like like there's just, uh, just not enough time, man. Just not enough time to do the things I want to do. You know, I feel
1: that way too. It's just. There's so much stuff to work on. And this is probably a good episode for us to talk about, too, like the whole success thing, because I feel like most of my ideas of success is reaching your goals. And my goal is to direct a feature film. But I feel like it's not something I can just go and do. I can't just like I'm just going to go direct a feature film. I feel like there's steps that need to happen in order for me to get there. And so it's like such it's a goal that's so far in the distance and sometimes it feels impossible to reach. Yeah. And I, I right now kind of what I'm feeling in my life is I'm putting a lot of work into things, but I don't feel like it's moving me forward. I'm sure it is. I'm sure that it is moving me forward, but I just don't feel the, the momentum. It just kind of just feels like I'm, pushing the rock up the hill and then the rocks rolling back down and I'm pushing it back up the hill and it's rolling back down
0: yeah I know that feeling too I mean and I kind of feel that way with um, with my short film brother you know because I haven't released anything for it yet and I kind of feel like once I release something then I'll feel better about it and be like oh yeah like there there's the result of all my hard work you know but it's just taking so long to get everything the way I wanted and get the trailer right and get the final movie right. And it's just like, you know, that that's, that's just taking off. It just takes so long. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, people say, oh, short films are great because they're so quick. But it's like if you really put the <laughs> right you know the kinds of movies that we're making at least where there's visual effects and it's like really important to get the look of a certain scene right you know it's like it just takes a lot of time to make sure that that's happening the way you want it to oh Um, yeah and then i i don't know i should step back though because like strange thing took me a year to finish and it took me a long time just to get the picture lock done and uh yeah it's only really been i don't know three, three and a half months since, uh, since I finished shooting brother, you know, do you see the light at the end of the tunnel? I do. Yeah. It's really close. It's just, it's really, really close. It just needs, um, needs that little extra, extra bit just to get it, you know, completely finished.
1: It's so hard to like treat anything as truly locked.
0: Yeah, it is. It's really hard.
1: You could could tinker with something forever. I mean, just look like at George Lucas. He couldn't leave the Star Wars movies alone 30 years after they came out.
0: Yeah. So, Timothy, what's going on with you, man?
1: While you were on vacation, I was working my ass off is what, what's going on with me. <laughs> I actually called you before you went on vacation to kind of talk a little bit of this out. It, it actually really hasn't changed a whole lot since you've been gone. So I got tapped to direct a commercial at my company. And the challenge was to kind of put together my own crew and go and shoot it but it's not something that I do often so it was kind of a struggle for me to find people and line them up and there were so many days when I was trying to figure out how to do this thing and it just seemed like impossible because it's not just like two actors in a room there's a visual effects component to it I didn't know how it was all going to come together I mean so much of my anxiety over the past week or two has just been around like the uncertainty of everything I hate that feeling. It's like right now I feel that too. It's like, I don't know how all this is going to come together, but at the same time, I feel like I have to do it if I'm going to be successful because this is like what it takes is like, takes takes some grit to like put something together and fight through the hard stuff. And, but there's times when it was just getting so hard that I was just like, it would be so much easier just to let this project go. Just like, forget about it. Like why, why am I doing this? But once i like fought through it and figured stuff out i felt so much better
0: absolutely and i mean it's it's what you were been talking about like you you know you were trying to get an agent or or get people to to sign you as a commercial director and they're telling you you need something that's more like a commercial yeah. and this is exactly that so i mean you know i can see why it would be hard for you to let it go and i think It was the right choice to to try to make it work however you could, because it's exactly what you need. Yeah, it's
1: what I need if I'm going to get a job as a commercial director. And now I understand why not a lot of people have this stuff on their reel, because it's so hard, because it's not a lot of money. And the client's asking for something that's nearly impossible, and especially for someone like me who doesn't have a production company yet, it just makes it that much harder. I really appreciated, like, doing this, what a production company adds, like, Cause because they do so much work and have all the resources in place, it's just so much easier for them to put a project together than one dude in an office.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I live my life. One, <laughs> one dude in, dude in office. an office. That's you know. the
1: name of your production company. Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> and I mean, it, it can be tough sometimes, but usually you have more time than what you were given, you know, and usually you, you, it's like like for me at least I come up with the the way that we're going to do stuff you know so it's it's usually a little bit more manageable but like you being handed like a you know a video that has like all the pieces of what it needs to be right. there and then just execute this that's like a little bit more yeah it's a different, different thing right because then know? you
1: can't be like well I don't know how I'm going to pull that off so let me creatively solve this maybe I can do it this way instead you really can't yeah it's already been approved the client already expects it to come out this way So, yeah, it's been really interesting. It's like it's instilled a lot of pride in me because I have just kind of fought through it and figured it out. But now I'm at the point again where the client finally pulled the trigger on it. They waited too long. I lost everybody that I would put in place and now they pulled the trigger and they want to do it next week. But I'm back at zero. I've lost the entire crew and I have to figure out how to put them all back on. And I don't know if I can do it in time. So... Today's going to be kind of make or break on this project and determine whether or not I'm going to be able to do it. And I'm having the same feelings this morning that I did, that I have been having. It's just like, should I keep fighting or just give up? Like, I don't know how I really want to do this because it's awesome and it's really what I need. But at the same time, such a pain in the ass. I have my own, I have regular job duties on top of this and I have my film stuff outside of work. So easier just to give up
0: well don't give up just make it happen you know um there's where there's a will there's a way and i've i mean i've put crew together the day before shoot before (laughs) and you have a whole week so if you did lose all your crew today i'm sure you could you could get people before your shoot date all right cool i don't know man it's funny how like you know being put in those kinds of last minute crazy positions it just sort of makes you feel like you can do anything. Yeah. That's kind of what it's like. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get a phone call from my boss at my old job. And they'll be like, Oh yeah, we have a shoot tomorrow. Uh, that just landed in our laps. Uh, can you get the crew together? <laughs> it's like, I'm like, oh, my God. And I just call everybody and like prepping all the equipment. And I'm like, yeah, it happens, you know, and it's like, oh, it was a miracle that it happened. But, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. When, when my boss came in with the script and was like, do you want to direct this? I mean, I just immediately said, yeah, of course. But I had no idea how I was going to pull it off. And then once I did pull it off, I was like, shit. Yeah, I can do this. No problem. But then yeah, as like things started getting more and more difficult and it didn't kinda of come together the way that I was promised it would come together and the client sat on approvals for a week, then it started to get really frustrating.
0: That's uh well, you know, I hope it turns out well and I'm sure yeah, it will. We'll see topic of the week success yeah yes maybe
1: no um how do you define (laughs) success are you successful yeah
0: how do you how do you define success timothy i think that i define success
1: as it's a very personal thing and it's about reaching a goal that you've made for yourself I think that it's hard for somebody else to judge if another person's successful because I think it's something that's more like internal. Like from the outside, somebody can be like, oh, that person's successful, but that person might not feel successful because they haven't really reached their goal. That's kind of what it is for me. And I think if you want to feel successful, make goals that you can reach easily on a daily basis because then you'll be like, yeah, dude, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. But if you keep like making goals that are out of reach and it's hard for you to get there, you're going to feel like a failure.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Because that, the way that I always thought about success, especially coming growing up, was more like, okay, like financial independence, like take care of yourself financially and not have to rely on anyone else for your finances, like that is success. And then always like the classic, you know, having a house and having a family, <laughs> like that was sort of like what kind of traditionally thought success was. And now I kind of see it in a little bit of a different way, you know? Because not everybody needs to own a house, and not everybody needs to uh, have a traditional family. You know, like that's just that's a personal choice from person to person. That's funny.
1: I don't know if I ever thought of success in that such old-fashioned terms like that. Yeah,
0: it is funny how old-fashioned. Very old-fashioned.
1: I'm trying to think. Like when I was younger, what did I think success was? I mean, I I know, and I always tell myself this just to remind myself of like how good I have it. Is that if I went back in time? And I told, like, my 13-year-old self, like, what I was doing for a living and how I was living my life now. I think he would think it was really awesome. But what did I actually think of when I was 13? Like, what did I think success was? Probably just, like, having fun. Yeah, I guess it was, like, I, I built a life for myself that kind of represented my ideals. Like, I was super into horror movies at that time. Probably I would think that like, yeah, every Halloween when I'm older, I'm going to like do like this really cool haunted house and people are going to come from the neighborhood and see it. And I'm going to have like a projection screen in my house and I'm going to watch movies all the time. That's probably in my head was kind of like success was just this really cool lifestyle that I lived.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds great. And I think I had that same emotion too when I was younger. Like I didn't want to be like the old person who didn't care about like. (laughs) holidays and Halloween yeah. and, like I wanted to be the one who was always having it having fun and enjoying it and just taking it to the max you know but yeah that's interesting that that's like a that rolls into like success yeah did
1: you did you know when you were younger that film could be a career no like because no. yeah it's like I, I hear people talking about that sometimes like an in interview is like I didn't realize that you could make a living like as a filmmaker and in, in some ways I can relate to that because I don't know if I really understood what it meant to To make a living as a filmmaker at like 13 but I knew that people did that as a job I knew there was people working at ILM I knew there was directors and there's this Hollywood system but at the same time I didn't really grasp like what it takes to get there and like how it was like I just knew that's something I wanted to do and probably even in college I was just kind of like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna direct movies but I didn't really know how it was all gonna come together so I think it was a hard thing to say like exactly what success was for me but I think it was some it was just definitely much more of a feeling of like I was going to achieve some of the dreams and, and ideas that I had in my head like I'm going to write a screenplay that I would make into a movie and I'm going to I'm going to make all these different movies and I'm gonna you know live this Orson Welles life or something I don't know I don't know exactly it was it's more of like a nebulous idea than it was like concrete goals that I was setting for myself yeah
0: Well, I I never really thought I could make movies when I was younger. I like I loved movies. I watched movies, but I kind of felt like that was separate from me because I didn't Mm. live in Hollywood or where they made movies, you know, and then I would like hear things as a kid about like, oh, like this guy knew somebody who you know, was a stunt double in Ninja (laughs) Turtles or something when I was, like, 9 and be like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Like, where is this? (laughs) Like, where does this happen or whatever? And, like, or, like, hear stories about, like, Star Wars being made around where we live because of George Lucas and being like, oh, I want to find this magical place where they made Star Wars, you know, but not really understanding, like, how it really worked or, like, what was... Like that it was even something I could even ever do, you know, because I had no family connections and no understanding of what that was. And then it wasn't until high school when I first made my first video that I was like, okay, like this this could be a career. And then I went to college and then, you know, just went from there. But yeah, it's really fascinating. I mean, I think I always knew that if I could have something to do with movies, I wanted to, but like I thought, oh, I'd have to be in something like You know, like I could be like maybe a a movie critic or something like I could write about movies or I could do something else related to movies, but I never thought I could actually make them when I was younger.
1: That's interesting, the movie critic thing, because, yeah, I felt like probably had a bunch of backup plans like that if I don't if you know if I don't get into directing I can always just be a writer a writer would be fine I'd be happy if I could be a writer in Hollywood uh but you know if I if I never became a writer I could I could be a critic yeah I just had like all these like (laughs) dreams of different jobs I could have in the industry and I'm not doing any of those I'm not doing it in any way related to what I thought it was going to be like as a kid
0: that's funny yeah, I don't know. And I guess I always, I've always, i always had a very enthusiastic and optimistic sort of spirit, you know? So I think when I got um, a little older and I saw that, like, there were opportunities to, like, maybe somehow break in, you know? I kind of felt like if I worked hard enough, I could just achieve those things. Um, and I guess that's sort of what led me to being able to make movies at all. So in a way, I guess I succeeded there. But um Maybe not in a way that I thought I would ever. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say, like, what is, what is this? What is success? You know, like it's just really, it's a tough thing for me to answer for myself. And it's something I, I struggle with, like, on a daily basis is whether or not. I'm on the right path to being successful or maybe if I am already successful, I like have no idea, you know, it's hard to really So You don't,
1: you don't feel successful right now. Uh,
0: I do some days, you know, some days you feel really successful. You're like, Oh my God. Like I'm, I, you know, I got to direct a web series that I'm happy with the way it's, it's looking so far. I, I got to make, you know, I get to make short films and I'm talking about making other movies or other videos with other people. It's like, so in that sense, it does feel like I'm successful but then in other sense it's like I'm not really getting paid for it and I still kind of feel <laughs> very far away from you know making a feature of my own so it sort of feels like like I'm really I'm just kind of where I was a year ago in a lot of ways although I know that yeah. I've grown you know but it's like it's hard to feel that way
1: that's good. That goes back to what I was talking about. Like, sometimes it feels like nothing's really adding up to anything. That you just like, it's the myth of Sisyphus. You're pushing that rock up the hill, and then the rock just falls down the other side, and you keep pushing it back up the hill. The way that I'm thinking about success right now is that it's an unclimbable mountain. Mm-hmm. Like, you can never reach the top. Like, you set a goal for yourself, and you reach that goal, and you realize that there's another peak to get to. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I think of success as like a constant journey and you have to just set goals for yourself and and, f- and feel some momentum like leading towards like a bigger goal. But let's say that my ultimate success right now is like directing a feature film and getting paid as a director, mm-hmm. right? Once I reach that goal, that's not the end of it. I'm not just going to be like, oh, done, made it, I'm successful. There's going to be another goal past that. So I don't think you'll ever feel like you made it. Like if that's what success equals is I made it. I don't think you'll ever feel that way.
0: Right. Well, let's say talk about that a lot. But like the people who are truly like innovators and, you know, really pushing things forward. Like when they Mm -hmm. get to a peak, there's always another peak. You know, and that like there's there's never going to be the top of the mountain for people like that, you know, and I kind of feel like it's sort of the same for for artists and, and creatives, you know, like there's never a top of the mountain, you know, like you're always going to be looking to the next the next ledge, like the next thing that you can accomplish, you know, and I think it's good to keep that in mind. And just be aware of that, you know, I think it's I don't know if it's healthy, but I think it's good because it always just makes you strive for the for the bet the next best thing, you know, and then the next the next thing that you can accomplish and the next thing that you can achieve.
1: Yeah, it just sucks to be in it because we're all reaching for success because it feels good. Yeah, it feels it's like probably release some sort of dopamine rush in your brain. You're like, yes, I, I conquered that. But if you're looking for that like sustainable feeling for like a period of your life, I just don't know if that's really going to last. Like I, I was telling, I actually was at lunch with one of my coworkers the other day and I looked at her and I was like, isn't it sad how fleeting the feeling of happiness is? Mm. And she looked at me and it's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was <laughs> like, you don't. <laughs> She's like, no, I feel happy all the time. She's like, I'm a very simple person. Like I am happy most of the time. Like most things are, are oppressive to me. Like there's not a lot of TV shows I don't like. There's not a lot of movies I see that I don't like. It's like, Oh man, it must be nice to be you. <laughs> I don't feel that way at That's all. Funny. Like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like happiness is a thing that just kind of like flits in and out of my life. And I wish that it was there more often, but I think that it's just because of, yeah, it's that, that creative personality, the artistic part of me that just want this always striving for more and that's just going to be how I am my whole life. So the the idea of like success is kind of tears at me because in, on one hand I want just to kind of like reach that pinnacle and just feel like I I've done it. But at the other side of me knows that I'm never going to reach it and I'm always going to be reaching for something more. I think it's harder when you get older because there's less of those Um, what do you, what do you call those? Like mile marker type things, milestones, milestones. Yeah. There's less milestones to reach as you get older. Like when you graduate college, there's so much more in front of you, like getting your first job, meeting your wife, like getting married, buying a house, having a kid. Like there's all these little milestones that you can get to that make you feel like some there's momentum in your life, that things are happening. But then I think you get to a certain point where things just start kind of, you know, you, there's a plateau and things even out. and it's harder to feel that things are adding up to anything anymore. And mm. I think that's that's kind of where I'm at for sure is like I just I've been doing the same job for a long time. I've been making short films, and nothing seems to be really taking off. I've been writing screenplays, and nothing seems to be taking off. So I want that like
0: next mm, success interesting.
1: And I think some of it comes comes on to me to kind of define a success that I can reach, because I think that I'm if I'm being honest with myself, that I'm setting goals that are a little bit too high for where I'm at. And so instead of feeling like I'm successful, I'm feeling like I'm failing and flailing, failing and flailing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. I think one of the things that I always, that my wife is always trying to remind me is that like I should be enjoying the ride, you know? Because there's there's so much anxiety that can come from from doing, from making movies and, you know, working on the next video or the next project or whatever. But I think what I try, what I'm trying to do is step back and like enjoy each moment that I'm like, you know of the journey because in the end it is the journey that is going to be the most important part and i i know that i see it in you because like when we made that movie together over my dead body i could see the joy in you as you directed that movie and so i know that you are enjoying it but i don't know if you're necessarily like consciously stepping out of your brain to like give no. yourself that appreciation even though that you're no, enjoying not it not really
1: i w- what the- there was that script notes episode that we've, we've now referenced a few times with Alec, Alex Berg, Alec Berg, Alec Berg. God damn it. I'm going to remember his name. That's so funny. (laughs) He, he was talking about like how he doesn't enjoy it. Like (laughs) I I totally related to it. There are moments of definitely enjoying it where it's like, this is awesome. Like even as hard as it gets, sometimes you're just like, this is so cool. Um, But I also feel like I don't totally appreciate most things in my life until after I've already lived them. There's like much more of like a looking back nostalgia feeling that I have about life that makes it hard for me to just like live in the moment and just really enjoy pretty much anything.
0: Mm, interesting. Yeah, I know I know that feeling.
1: Yeah, you know I, that was, what I that's that's what it's going to ask is like do you feel like you can really enjoy like the work that you're doing like when you're in the middle of it like those 14 hour days waking up early like last night I was editing a commercial for my company at like 10 o'clock at night and I was so miserable and I was like is this really like is this success this is what it looks like (laughs) yeah (laughs) but now you know looking back it's like uh, after that this is done and it's like completely finished I'll look back and I'll be like you know we really did something there. Like we really pulled something off, but sometimes as just like being in the moment can be annoying.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, like when I was shooting that, um, the web series, uh, last week or whatever, like that, that was an interesting thing. So it was really like, I was really challenged and it was, uh, something new for me in a lot of ways. Um, and I was very serious about it, but, uh, I think there were definitely times where I was definitely like, I could just look around and be like, hey, this is awesome what we're doing here. And for me to be yeah. in the seat that I am and, and to be a part of this as a director, like wish I, you know, and, and which is what I want to be ultimately is like, this is amazing. Like, this is so special. Like, I need to I like I, I think I did give myself that little bit of like, oh, of enjoyment of acknowledgement of like where I was and. And what what I was getting to do, you know, and uh, but I think it, I was mostly just serious and like in in complete go mode, you know. But I did I did allow myself that time to step back and look around at the beautiful set and the beautiful lighting that we had, and just be like, yeah, this is fucking awesome, you know. But my
1: uh, yeah, stop and smell the roses. Yeah,
0: at, at one point near the beginning, my producer slash AD just turned to me and she was like, smile smile man I was like yeah yeah okay yeah I'll smile (laughs) like yeah this is this is amazing but you know let's get let's get this thing (laughs) it's so stressful
1: sometimes yeah I I have like a I'm glad that you saw some joy on the set of over my dead body because I feel like when I'm on set like I I do feel like really excited and I'm so happy to like be there but at the same time I'm like so focused that I'm I have a feeling like I'm just I just look really intense.
0: No, you. I'm just yeah, active. you. You definitely look like you're having fun. You know. Okay, cool. People tell me I'm
1: smiling all the time, but I, I don't feel like I'm smiling on the inside. Mm. I feel like super intense.
0: Yeah. No, I mean you're definitely focused, but I mean I think, you know, you're you're definitely really calm and uh, really just you know just a nice, gentle, pleasant man. You know, on set, and I think that, like, as a director, that's what I strive to be: is the calm, gentle spirit. You know, to help the production get get done. Although I've I've heard stories of other directors who are much more
1: (laughs) aggressive.
0: Um, I don't necessarily. Do you
1: ever see the behind the scenes of The Shining? What? seen Stanley Kubrick direct no no oh yeah he was like yelling at Shelley Duvall at one point no, Really? he was like the whole crew is out here trying to do this right and you can't even open the door on on cue she's like I'm, I'm so sorry I, I didn't hear you say action he's like I don't care you open the door on time wow you're wasting everyone's time wow I would never do that <laughs> I don't think I could do that I think he was manipulating her though. yeah
0: probably I heard a really great story from an Oliver Stone bio, bio biography. Basically, he was it was talking about like playing Michael Douglas and uh, and Charlie Sheen. I, I can't remember which one, but it was I think it was uh, Michael Douglas. He like pulled him aside and said, "That wasn't very good," or something like <laughs> that. And then yeah. like got this amazing performance because he told him like, "You're not doing very good. This isn't working out so well." Um, just, just try it again we'll see what happens <laughs> you know kind of thing and then that got him to the point even though he was like doing the great job or whatever but it was just like he wanted him to get that extra extra little bit yeah just push bit. a
1: little bit more yeah. wow but I, I would never so he so he manipulated it, it. like oh, he yeah. knew he was he could get a little bit more by just telling him yeah he found his weakness
0: and that could have been i'm not sure if that was for michael douglas or for charlie sheen it was for one of them that he did that i can't remember which one it might have been charlie sheen because he was like you know top like hot shit at that time you know and i think he was i'm sure you know needed to be taken down a notch or something i don't know uh but it's very it's very interesting this whole also like i've heard people talk about this like is movie making fun fun is filmmaking fun and i feel like you know there there is there is some fun to be had but like it, yeah. i don't think it necessarily has to be fun always it's like it's a really hard work you know oh my god i'm so glad you said that
1: i i had a feeling this whole time that you were just like everything's great. Everything's so much fun. <laughs> We're making movies. But to hear like you say, it's like, yeah, sometimes it's not like super fun. What? How did I explain it to somebody? Because somebody who like didn't know a whole bunch about it was just kind of like in awe, like, wow, you make movies. That's so cool. It must be so fun. And I was like, I wouldn't call it fun. Like it's, yeah, it's hard work. It yeah. is so much hard work, but the rewards are amazing. Like, when you feel good making a movie, you feel great. Like, it's the best feeling in the world. But at the same time, when things are not going well, it feels shitty.
0: Yeah. So, it's
1: like this extreme of emotion, like this amazing high and an amazing low. And you you can only get that by doing something that's, like, this difficult If you're just, like, a person who has a desk job nine to five, like, there's not a lot of stress in it, you're never going to feel those highs, but you're also never going to feel those lows. So, you know, it's a trade-off. Yeah. To get those highs, you have to have the lows. Yeah. But let's get back to, like, success and, like, I I feel like therapeutically I need to define success before this episode ends. (laughs) In a way that will make me feel better.
0: Right. Well, we both defined what we thought success was, but like we didn't really talk about what the traditional idea of success was in a big way. Oh,
1: I thought it was the the car,
0: the house, kids. That was me. But, but I mean, Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily when you
1: say, if somebody, if you were asked somebody like, who do you consider to be a success, the people they would point out would be people that have achieved some sort of like, fame or uh, gotten a bunch of money like they've they've reached the goal that you want so like for me it would be Steven Spielberg Steven Spielberg (laughs) is a success he's made amazing movies he's uh, he he has money um he has nothing to be ashamed of. Like he has everything in my, in my eyes. That's a success. Yeah. You have everything.
0: I think it's really dangerous to compare yourself to someone like Steven Spielberg or <laughs> Quentin Tarantino or any of these guys who are just like genius trailblazers who basically. What are you trying to say, dude? I'm a genius. I'm just saying that like, I mean, there, there may, may very well never be another director who reaches the level of Spielberg or Tarantino ever, you know? Especially Spielberg. <laughs> right. Like, I don't think there's, like, that's pretty amazing. Like, what he's done in his career. It's oh, like, my God. It's incredible. And I mean, to think that that's what success is. And like that's what you're weighing yourself against. Like we both have already completely failed. If if you if that's <laughs> exactly what you're that's at. what I'm
1: trying to say. That's why we started this podcast. Like there's no <laughs> there's no way that all. 20,000 of us out there are going to be Steven Spielberg's. It's just impossible. Right. So then how do you define success in a way that we can all achieve it in some way? Like, what is that?
0: Well, if you're talking about success as a filmmaker, you know, and not just success in a major sense, but like more of a a focused success for like a director, you know, let's just say, I, I would say like, you know, very simply, like if you can, you know, get a budget to direct a movie and then make enough money to get the budget to direct the next one and put food on the table. I think that's all that success for me is, you know, if you just get enough to make the next one or you just, you know, you do well enough that someone else is going to hire you to, to make another movie, even if it's just for like, you know, $40,000 a year or even less, like, I mean that's to me. There, there's nothing you could never ask for more than that, you know. Uh, just an yeah, opportunity. Yeah, but it to seems
1: get... like you're already kind of doing that, but you're just paying for it yourself.
0: <laughs> right? Exactly. Like I, I, I make my own money, and then I pay for my own projects. But that's not, but that's not necessarily what I mean. It's, it's like I want to actually make money with the projects that I make. You know. And uh, there are a lot of people out there who are doing that, you know, who are making like, you know, horror movies or whatever kind of movies and, and, uh, turning a profit and making the next one and turning a profit and making the next one. And I, I kind of wish I was just doing that, you know, but, uh, but I think in order for me to do that, I'd also have to be, uh, creatively, satisfied too like I couldn't just be turning around movies that I I wasn't like happy with or proud of in some sense you know (laughs) um so it's it's hard to like to just go out and do that and it's also hard to start that too because it takes an initial investment to get the first feature going you know and I kind of feel like maybe that's where I'm going to end up like maybe it won't be Uh, funding from any traditional sense or anything. Maybe it'll just be like self-funding my first feature, you know, and then maybe I can sell that and make enough where I can, you know, do the next one.
1: Yeah. Um, Sometimes I think about like just scaling back that vision of success, just one notch and just being like, Hey, maybe just being paid, like just having a job, like me being an agency producer. Great. I I'm getting paid. So anything I do outside of that is just, that's a success and I'm even pursuing it outside of my job. I, there's a coworker of mine that worked at the ad agency that went and took like nine weeks off and made a a feature film entered it into film festivals, got a little bit of a distribution deals and, and it ended up on stars. And then it ended up on Netflix and that's it. That's the only thing he ever did. And, sometimes I think well maybe that's just enough maybe I just need to like be happy with that because that might be as far as I get and if I if I even just define success as like being able to make more than one feature I might feel like I I can't reach that <laughs> but at the same time I think you can't you have to be careful of like defining success as something too little because then you're just settling so in some ways like I think it's it's good for me to be like, I want to be Steven Spielberg. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, I'll never reach that. So why, why torture myself? So I don't know. I I wish I had a, a better answer, but I, I think the way that I'm trying to do it is I'm trying to reward myself for the little successes that I have along the way and not beat myself up too much for not reaching like the, the big goal, but also at the same time, keeping that big goal as the carrot dangling in front of me. So I keep reaching for something bigger, bigger than even seems possible. Cause maybe just by reaching for the impossible, I'll, I'll hit, I'll do it. I'll do it because I'm just I'm going for it, but I don't know. Yeah. I'll report back in 20 years and let you guys know how yeah,
0: it's going. Yeah. We'll see if you're um, uh, the next Spielberg or, you know, you've got 10 <laughs> movies under your belt by the time, you know, <laughs> yeah whatever you're fifty five or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. like what do I define as my success point? Like I guess in a lot of ways, it's like people calling you to direct something, like getting paid to direct, having an agent. like I think in a lot of ways, like having an agent to me was like what I thought success was. you know, that if I had an agent, oh then I'm then now I'm successful. And I know that obviously that's not necessarily the case because just because you have an agent doesn't mean it's a good one. and doesn't mean they're actually getting you work, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think now it's, it's, I don't really know what, I mean, I think just making my my first feature to me just seems like that's sort of the, the, the success, you know? Like getting the money together, having a script that I'm really proud of that I really want to make and then just making it. I think that's sort of like my next like milestone you know but then after that what what is it it's like more making yeah after
1: that then what is there it's like there's always going to be once you reach this first pinnacle like there's going to be something else like then what does Ulrich want
0: yeah I mean I think it's it's just to make another one and I have other movie ideas that I I know I can't make as my first movie but I would love to make when I have a real budget together you know and I think I think it's just growth, really, honestly. Like, I think that's what I see as success. Like, just growing as a filmmaker and as a as a person and as a, as a storyteller, you know? And I think as long as I'm growing in a positive way, I think I'll feel successful. And in the moment that I'm not growing, in the moment that I'm staying in the same place and doing the same thing and not actually getting anywhere with my life, um, whether it be in filmmaking or, you know, like creatively, I mean, or even personally, like, you know, whatever goal that might be, like whether it's to, you know, run another marathon or whatever, like as as long as, as soon as I'm not growing, I feel like that's when I'll feel I'm not successful. But as long as I'm growing, then I feel like I'll I'll feel pretty good about things.
1: So maybe... Our answer is rather than success being an endpoint, think of success as just momentum that's moving you forward. Like you're just growing, you're becoming better.
0: Yeah, which is interesting because it's like you think of like looking at your questions here, it's like, do you consider yourself a success? Well, I don't necessarily think that I've done all the things I want to do. But if if my definition of success is growth, I do feel like I'm growing right now so then I guess in that sense I do feel like I'm successful because I am definitely like the filmmaker I was a year ago I'm a much different filmmaker now and I think a better one but I I couldn't really say you know because I'm not I I can't really judge in that way but I definitely feel like I've grown as a storyteller from last year to this year with the things that the, the movies I've made the things I've been writing the way I've been approaching things like I just feel like I know more about what I want to say and how I want to say it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I guess, I don't know, I do. Well, what about you? Do you consider yourself a success? Yeah. I
1: mean, I agree. If that's going to be our definition, then definitely, like, I, and I tell people this all the time, like, I have learned so much in the last 10 years and I am such a better filmmaker, but. I don't feel successful because I don't think I've grown the way that I've wanted to grow or I've reached the level of skill that I want to have. So I'm still reaching, but I'm really proud of the, yeah, the progress I've made. I just know that there's so much more ahead of me. And I think that's so often why I don't feel successful is because I see how much more Room I have yeah, to grow,
0: but I mean, like we've been so saying. It's, it's
1: easier for people on the outside to look in and, and say like, oh, like you're a success because you've done these things or you're a success because you've even just made stuff. But I I see where I have room and that's what makes it hard from my perspective to like feel really su- successful.
0: Yeah. But like you said, like you'll probably always feel that way. Like no matter what you do, yeah, you're always going to feel that way. Um Which I think is good, because then you'll you'll always be reaching for the next thing. Like I think the worst thing that any artist could do is is get to a place where they feel like they've done all they want to do, and then they're just you know phoning it in and just doing the same things they've done in the past. And I feel like some some filmmakers get to that place, you know. But I think the ones who are really you know doing interesting things are the ones who push themselves outside of their comfort zone and try new things and go go for something that that isn't like they've done before, like something that's new that they've never conquered and try conquering that, you know? And I think that's that's the kind of artist I want to be, you know, is just challenging myself and going for things that I've never done before and doing new things and trying new things.
1: Yeah. My favorite Academy Award acceptance speech was, and I think it was Academy Awards, but with uh, Kevin Spacey, like a few years ago. It might even have even been like Golden Globes, but he told that great story about the director that he saw sitting there and he went over and said sir i just want to let you know like how much i appreciate your films like they really inspired me and the director said to him like i just wish i could have done better <laughs> like, that was awesome and then i think kevin spacey said that too to the audience it's just like thank you for this but i just want to do better or wish I could have done better. And I think you'll always feel that way. I think you'll always see the the flaws and the mistakes and the stuff you do. And no matter how successful you look from the outside, being on the inside, you're always going to see things that you can do better. And I think it is just trying to get better and trying to, it's, it's a little like being Buddhist and trying to reach perfection. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's like some sort of religion almost. Like you're just trying to be perfect.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's uh, it's just really, I think it can be really hard. And I think that's that kind of is what chokes people up a lot, is like this idea of like weighing themselves to some measure of success that's unattainable, you know, following the path of Steven Spielberg or Quentin Tarantino or whatever other filmmaker. But I think if you just think about it as... Your own path is different. Like every everybody's path is going to be a unique path, and I think as long as you're on your own path and you're you know you're staying on board and you're working towards it and you're not getting sidetracked on other things, I think that that's enough to be successful. You know, it's but what, recognizing what that path is, I think, can be really difficult because it's hard to know if you're on the right path or what what is the path. But I, I think you just got to make your own path and. Everyone's can yeah. be different.
1: <laughs> so, one of the questions we have on here is like, do we consider each other a success? And now that we've talked about it, I think it's an unfair question because I think only like an a individual can judge their own success. Like, do I think Ulrich is a success from the outside? Like, hell yeah, like he's done some amazing stuff. But at the same time, I can see like how much more he wants. So, I also think he's not a success because he hasn't reached what he really wants to get. So, Like, I can see, I can understand, like, both sides of it. The more I make films, the less I am judging other people, Mm -hmm. because I think you realize how hard it is, and it makes it harder for you to, like, dismiss anyone that's just putting the time and the work and the energy into it. So, you know what, just, like, appreciate each other and, like... Support each other and anyone out there that you know that's like pushing hard and trying to make stuff, whether or not you even like what they're they're doing, whether or not you agree with how they're doing it, just like support them, just the fact that they're trying to do it, like support their success in that way. Yeah, and
0: that's that's really great advice, like just supporting other filmmakers, I think is really really important because yeah it is extremely difficult and i think the higher of a level you go the more um interference you get from people who Mm -hmm. you know have a stake in what you're doing whether it be with money or with like you know getting a top name talent involved or something like i think once you the higher you get the more people you're going to have telling you what you should be doing and how you should be doing it and I think it just gets really 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 challenging to stick to your original vision and tell the story that you want to tell when you have all these people telling you how you should be doing it or like trying to influence how the the movie turns out into their own vision or some other vision that they think will either make money or win awards or whatever you know so yeah I don't know I just you know whenever I'm, I'm doing when I'm not a director it's like I'm but whatever role if it's like you know a producer or a script supervisor or whatever, like I'm always just trying to support the director's vision and the and you know the key creatives vision, you know, however I can and uh, I think that's what anyone should be hope hopefully trying to do, you know, whether it be a friend or a crew member yeah,
1: and I'll support you with um very positive emails yeah that's about it
0: absolutely and uh you know, I wanted to answer that question. For you, it's like, I think that's a really interesting way to look at it. Like, you know, you can see on one hand how I am a success and one hand how I'm not a success. And But the way that I would look at it is like, I see you and I I mean, I've only known you for a year, but I see where your position is and I see what you've done in your career so far and what you're striving to do. And I I can see that growth pattern. So to me, it's like you are successful, you know, even though you're not where you want to be you're you're never going to be where you want to (laughs) be but i think you know you're getting you're getting to the next step in your own time in your own pace and i think that right there is is success because like you definitely have a path and i think the moment you stop is the moment that you're not successful and so i think you know as long as we don't give up you know we're on the right We're, we're doing it you know the way that we need to
1: yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad that you see some some growth in what I'm doing. Like, it's hard for me to know on the outside what the perception is, but yeah, I definitely feel like I've made a lot of changes in like how I've done things and in really great ways. And I want to keep doing it. And I think as long as I can keep doing it, I'm gonna feel like I have some minor success. But as when all the opportunities dry up, then I have to relook at things and be like, wow. How did that happen? But yeah, right now things things are looking good. There's momentum. Yeah. Well what else should we say? I'm trying to I'm looking through our notes here and seeing if there's anything else. Advice for people who are trying to define success for themselves. Like, I guess if you're just starting out, you probably don't even you you probably have some goals that you have in your head but they're not like fully realized. I think it takes some time to like start figuring out exactly what you want. Set some goal off into the future that you can strive towards but make sure that you set up enough goalposts along the way that you feel like you're moving towards it because if it's just this kind of nebulous idea in your head like far off in the distance it's going to be hard to feel like you're making any progress towards it so set up some some tiny ones along the way some milestones along the way that you can really mark your progress and be like yeah look how far i've come come a long way this is awesome
0: yeah if you're just starting out like and you maybe you've never made a movie or you've never made a movie the way that you wanted to make a movie or maybe you don't you've never even really been on a set where it's more than just you and two other people or something I think yeah it's a set a goal like where I'm gonna find a, a set in my community you know what with like a big budget or something and I'm gonna either just show up and watch or I'm gonna you know intern or PA or whatever and then just do that and then like just you know maybe if you see that then like okay well then now let me get a bigger team together for my next project and you know here's my next idea or whatever and just keep on setting different goals for yourself and I don't know before long you'll you'll be way ahead of those goals and on to another goal and on to another goal and suddenly you'll be successful
1: (laughs) yeah I think the thing to add to that though is because you I I agree with what you just said is like, you just keep building on top of things, but there does come a point in your career when you've kind of hit a wall. Oh, I guess, you know, it depends on what kind of films you want to make. Like if you're the Duplass brothers, like they, they, it sounds like they never really hit a wall and the kind of things that they were striving to make and they were able to just like keep going with it. But like, I kind of feel like I'm a little bit against the wall and like I've kept building and building and building to now I'm, at the point where every project that I really want to do that's kind of like the next step for me requires other people to kind of give me access to it but I I'm taking a step back from that and being like all right well if I'm relying on other people to give me access to make that next step then maybe that next step is not the right step to make right now and I need to like rethink a new step to make kind of the thing that I learned this week and I'm feeling a little inspired because I heard Robert Rodriguez on WTF and he was talking about El Mariachi and how the whole reason he made that film was because he wanted practice making a feature. Like he didn't care if it was good. He didn't think it was going to be good. He didn't think anyone was going to even see it. He just wanted practice. And I that inspired me to just like figure out a story that I can just pick up a camera and go shoot myself. Just to tell a feature length story and forget about trying to make it great. Forget about trying to make it so it'll get distribution or into festivals. Like, if I can do it cheap enough for like $5,000, then that's well worth the practice that I'm going to get out of it. So, that's kind of like one thing that I'm doing right now to help me feel some success is just reassessing my goals. And rather than going after that $20 million feature, maybe I need to just think smaller, something that I can achieve on my own. So I don't feel like I'm up against the wall anymore and that I can't do it without somebody else's help.
0: Yeah, that's great. And that's kind of how I'm, I'm trying to approach it the same way, you know, like, like I, would love to make my script for, you know, whatever, half a million or a million or whatever, but if I had to make it for 50,000 or for less, I'm going to just do that, you know, because I really just need to get this movie made. And, um, you know, I feel like if it's not perfect, if it's not the best movie in the whole world, like you're saying, it doesn't really matter. It just needs to be put to film so I can learn and grow and then make the next one, you know. Um, Yeah,
1: it might take me three features before I get any good at it. Maybe it'll just take me one. I don't know because I've never done one and i need to stop talking about making a feature and just go make one
0: yeah however i can i think this is a really good point and i'm glad you brought it up because it speaks to i think a, a problem that a lot of uh, filmmakers have myself included is that you know you put so much weight into like the the movie that you want to get made or the script that you're writing and you it needs to be like so so good and so perfect but i think in the end it's like well maybe it doesn't need to be that perfect maybe it just needs to me just need to make it and then get on with the next one and then the next one will be better and then the next one will be better and like, you know, like you're not going to hit an Oscar home run with your first movie but you need to make a movie in order to make that Oscar movie later down the line, you know, so I don't know. I think that's, that's sort of that's a mindset I can get a, get on board with right
1: Yeah, now. I think it's good to try to make everything like as great and perfect as it can be. But if you're like, you're struggling to do that and it's been years and years and years and you haven't achieved it, then, you know, maybe it's time to rethink how you do it. But I also think that if you can make a small enough bet on yourself to do something and you don't need anyone else, like then don't worry about it being perfect. It's like, um... Somebody came and talked to my company one time about these small bets and how like really successful companies make small bets on themselves until they're ready to like go big. And they were using Pixar as an example, like no one knew how to make a CG movie and they didn't like go right out the gate to like go make a feature film. First, they started with shorts and each short they, they got better and better and better at telling stories, but they were tiny bets Like every short that they do, I think still is just like they don't make any money off of it. They're investing their own money into it as just a tiny bet to try something new. And if you can make a small bet to try something new, which is really what short films are about, then eventually you're going to feel ready to, to make the big leap. And so try to make everything as good as you can. But at the same time, like make small bets on yourself where you understand that the failure is an option. Like you might have to fail a bunch of times to get really good at something. So, you know, fail, failure is a scary thing, but it's also necessary in, in learning and getting better as a person and as, as an artist. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely.
0: Well said, my friend, well said.
1: I feel like positive.
0: Yeah, me too, man. Let's go conquer the world right now.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, is there anything else, or should we sign off?
0: Yeah, take us out, Timothy. I don't think I have anything
1: to say. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, I think this was a good subject. I hope you guys got something out of it. If you did, send us a tweet, an email, Facebook message. We are on everything. Uh, Leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter at mmih podcast, and my Twitter handle is at Timothy Plain. how about you, Alrick? Where can people find you?
0: My Twitter handle is at UlrichB. And I got a little plug this week. Uh, my web series Necessary Evil is on Twitter at Necessary Evil SF. And then you can also find us on Facebook at Necessary Evil as well. So check that out, you know.
1: That's awesome. And then. We have an announcement to make. Our film that we worked on together, Over My Dead oh, yeah. Body, just made it into a film festival. So we're super excited. We we submitted it to I think five film festivals, and we've, we've heard back from one, and we made it into one out of five so far. So um, you know, stay tuned for details on that. We'll be releasing that movie online hopefully in the next few months.
0: Yeah, and uh, um, I'm really proud of that, and I'm really excited that it's going to play at this film festival. It's the international uh san jose international short film festival And yeah, and when exactly. is it screening uh timothy what month it's screening i think at the end of
1: october
0: oh wow that's so exciting man i can't wait yeah
1: it's gonna be so cool all
0: right everyone have a good week yeah have a good week thanks so much all right bye